Welcome to every album ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Masur, and I'm joined as always by my bright, fun, cheery, reliable co-host Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. This is every album ever the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. Um, except for these EAE singles episodes where we just just discuss one album at a time or something. Uh yeah, what the hell are we talking about today? We're talking about Gigi's recovery by the murder capital today. Yeah, hell yeah. Where did this come from? This is I know you suggest this is a you pulled this to me or you brought this to me. Yes, this was suggested in our Discord server. So Hell yeah, get on that, join that patreon.com slash every album ever. Please join there and uh hang out with us and it's cool and we pick these and, things from there. Yes, thank you guys for uh making our our choices a little little easier uh especially for a a a new band like this where i would not have picked it i would have never heard of this band i would have never listened to this band i'm actually really miserable at listening to new bands because what what, that's not true well no miserable at picking them myself oh okay okay okay. because I have no idea where to start. I don't <laughs> care about names. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, that's a cool name. I'll try. I, I'm mm-hmm. not, I just don't pay attention. I don't think about it. I don't, uh, I don't give a fuck at all. Yeah. But when someone brings it to me and says, you got to check it out. Yes. And then I hear something like this and this is fucking delightful. This is a delightful uh, album. I, I gave it a quick once over before uh, adding it on the list. And I was like, Mike might like this. I am. I am neutral. You're neutral. Damn. I like it a lot. I like this is a strong contender for being on my year end list. hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. Sure. It's super depressing almost the entire way through. Yes. And boy, is it depressing. Uh, I've never heard of the spam before. They're from uh, well, from Dublin, I believe. Yes. From Dublin. Um, I gave their first album a once over and totally different album which is good that, that one's called when i have fears which came out 2019 different I, how i think that album is more my speed it's a little heavy it's well no it's not it is way heavier way heavier uh a little more angry i'm all for bands doing different and new things uh this time it just didn't didn't land for me with gg's recovery interesting because I also, I should say that first album was produced by uh, this guy Flood, who mm-hmm. has done a wave of of crazy, <laughs> like so many. We'll Let's, be here all day if we read them all. Well, we're gonna we're gonna read. Mark Ellis is real name. Uh, New Order, U two, Nine Inch Nails, Mark and the Mamas, Depeche Mode, Gary Newman, a lot of English bands. I'm seeing here. Yep. Sneaker Pimps, King, Ministry, The Chardons. 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> Eraser. Hey, Nick gave the bad seeds. PJ Harvey. Uh, Foles. Aha. Yep. Orbital. Sugar Rose. Jason Mary Chain. Smashing Pumpkins. Killers. White Lies. Pop will eat its health. Warpaint. EOB. Interpol. And then he's also worked with Brian Eno. <laughs> uh, and, 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 uh, and also goes on. Uh, Steve Lillywhite. Who we, oh, right. Yes. Wait, where, where's he from? Click on him. There we go. Ecstasy. Ecstasy. No shit. Uh, I thought we did something else with this man. Well, he's done a lot as well. The laws, the laws. Oh, the laws. Yes. Yep. Hell yeah. I mean, big fan of both of those bands. Hell yeah. Alex, not so much. No. Yeah. Uh, So already they're in uh, good company. Uh, Mm -hmm. But this, uh, this album, Gigi's Recovery. Totally different. That if, uh, if you're watching this video and you only know them for their first album, this is a, a, 
Never mind a whole new ball game, maybe even a different sport. So having not heard the first album, I'm just going in, into this and it's like, oh yeah, it, they're, they're billed as a post-punk band and it's very post-punk mm-hmm. with a lot of uh, strokes indie kind of uh, stuff thrown in there every, every now and then. There, there is a, a vibe about this album that makes me feel like I'm listening to the early 2000s yes. alternative music for sure. There are definite like uh, the song Return My Head is a beautiful example of that. It is. It's that. It's basically that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite nice. I think it's very nice. And it's one of the more high energy things on here. There's another there's another track on here that also does that that I'm blanking on at the moment. But uh, it's not like the whole it's it's mostly like one or, or two or three tracks where it goes into that territory, mm-hmm. which it's not my favorite thing ever. But it, like in spurts, it's fine. And also. I think the album is paced very well. Um, it Because it, most of it is extremely melancholy and sad and depressing and, and really emotional. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. thing is very, very emotional. But there are a couple moments where they switch it up and change the feel. And one of those, which I think is one of the best songs on here, is The Stars Will Leave Their Stage, which takes a turn to something more intimate and more dark, more evil. It has this... I don't know what the hell that main hook it is. I mean, there's a lot of keys and synths on here. Yes, yeah. Some of the electronics or or synths or keys. I'm not sure what's doing what. Yeah, I'm I'm trying my best here. Billion but, uh, layers. Yes. Um, that's but, a that's a great example of um a lot of these songs, but that's the best example where they feel minimal and simple, but they're actually very busy with what's going on. There's any any moment, just pay attention to the background, and there is a different thing happening repeatedly. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things in the background. This is how you get normies to listen to unusual stuff. It, it's also very accessible. This yes. is a very, I mean, despite it being very sad and a bummer, it is very pleasant. It is very soft. It is soft as relative. I mean, soft is in like uh, easy to, to swallow uh, because it's it's fucking gorgeous. I mean, most things on here are so goddamn beautiful and the way that some of these songs build uh and develop uh intricate and very smart Mm -hmm. um for me i feel like there's a lot of bits that i like where i can go oh that's cool that's Mm -hmm. awesome but when it's all put together it feels a little too samey to me it does get samey uh I think so. It's def- it definitely gets samey, and even the moments where it changes in 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 feel to kind of shift the pacing, like the stars leave the stage, or um, or what, what's the other one? Um, the lie becomes a self. That's the other one I'm thinking of. Uh, another one that that goes dark and shifts mm-hmm. the mood a little bit, a little bit more uneasy. Even though it has those moments where it changes things, it is still very much a melancholy ass album. Yeah, it, f- it feels like all the songs kind of build and climax in similar ways where it's like here's the drum beat here's the effects and then we're gonna bring in the vocals and if you like this type of music it's fine i've talked about how certain genres of music i don't care that they're doing the same thing it scratches that itch i'm sure this scratches a lot of people's itches well i'm more sensitive to like the sameness thing even Mm -hmm. if it's a thing that i like if Mm -hmm. it's doing it too much 
even I'll be like, all right, come on guys. What the fuck? Like you had me. All right. Now what? Uh, sensitive or, or less tolerant. I don't know which, which yeah. term I'm looking for, but so this one is super semi. What kept me forgiving of it was how fucking good the writing is. Like, yeah, it all feels the same, but they're all, all the songs do a thing that I don't expect them to do, mm-hmm. at least from a writing standpoint. Uh, like the progressions will be like a simple four note riff or whatever. And it's just a four note riff that I didn't anticipate. It's, it's slight, like obviously not generic and not something that's been done a million times, but just like a slightly, like, oh, that's, it's not like revolutionizing anything, mm-hmm. but it's just a sequence of notes that hasn't been done to death. Mm-hmm. And something that simple is enough to kind of like re, uh, re-energize or perk me up again in the middle of an album. Um, I, I will say like the drummer has got cool, interesting beats throughout. It's never, like he said, it's never what you think it's going to be. It's this, uh, these, this music where it's unique enough, but also for the masses, they can, it goes down easy. The drums here are, they really, it really makes me feel like I'm, whenever I make music that I'm fucking up on drums every time I hear something like this, because of how characteristic and distinct each song is just from the drum line. Like, yeah, it's a simple, it's not, they're not going crazy time signatures here or anything, but the drums are doing a very Mm -hmm. riffy thing. It's a, that's a good way to put it. Almost like you have the guitar riff and these aren't beats. These are drum riffs. Exactly. It's, it's how they feel. And and they end up sticking in your head. A lot of, we've mentioned in the past, a lot of albums that, or, or bands, uh, drummers that have done that were, you know, just memorizing the the drums because it, but the thing is, I think the songs are strong to hold up even without that element. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they do have that element is fucking rad. Uh, like I said, the buildup is, is great for most of it where it, it gets just so big and moving and it's like, fuck, I want to cry. This is very great. Uh, the vocals are a very s- specific kind of thing. Um, not not monotone but they kind of have the british he's not british but it's like a british style and he has like the one inflection and even when the um the music is maybe peaking or going lower he kind of has the same delivery throughout which is obviously deliberate and there's occasional points where he'll like reach in a little bit deeper but most of the time it's around the same register very chesty very like deep mm-hmm. and uh the way it's produced it's almost like it's almost louder than everything else it's very close to the mark it's very intimate mm-hmm. very especially with like the lyrics are super personal and depressing uh the perfect i mean the the best example of that it's not the most accurate example but the best is the the intro existence which is it, it's an intro and it has it, it's it's obviously like a minute long and has these these big giant synth swells but the vocals are fucking right up on there yeah and you hear exactly what he's saying and it's very sad dark lyrics mm-hmm. and uh they're not as loud in the rest of the album but they're still pretty loud and they're still very close there's no there's no spaciness or, or ambience in the vocals there's no like heavy reverb it's all just right there on their racing right in your mm-hmm. fucking ears which for the subject matter, it feels appropriate. It's not like uh, it's not like this wild production choice. It it makes sense. Yeah, I mean the second track is called "Crying." I mean it's very on brand. Yes. Uh, yes. And most of the time he he sounds fine. It's not my favorite thing in the world. I don't really like the style. I don't. 
it reminds me of like of a strokesy kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still uh I found it to be no hindrance um to the album at all. Um that song crying just to talk about the drums. I love how it's this like snare roll with brushes, but like like you said, when it like swells, you just have this like yes. That song has a rev to it for sure. It starts out very like very pitter, very soft little yeah. pats, especially with the drums. Um, and I think he's just playing the same thing. It's this that it's a bigger and louder and more powerful, and then playing with sticks instead yeah, of yeah. the brushes. Yeah, so many great textures, and there is too many to, to possibly list. And like, I have a lot of notes here, but it's hard. Just I actually wrote too many fucking notes. <laughs> I can't even find what I'm looking for. But there's so many textures and little synth lines that sound like you know synth harps or something and it's just in the background and it's just it, it maybe it'll, it'll play one riff uh and then this the, the when it comes back to it after a chorus it'll throw in the, this these harp sounds and it's like I, fuck that opens it up that's way better oh it's beautiful i okay so for specifically like a harp sounding thing um and i don't know if it's guitar or effects or whatever but a thousand lives hell yeah there is this harp like thing going on whether it's you know samples i'm sure it's yeah yeah but yeah another great example of like this is very pleasant riffage going on regardless of instrument beautiful layers and and that's not the only example there's plenty of and and even when they they do straight piano um which isn't often but i think it might be on like the title track where they throw in just straight piano like fuck Mm -hmm. when it cuts through it it's again it's like without those lines the song is still good but with them it's like special i yeah. feel like uh and then another example of 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 the way they do because it is i do think it, it's samey as fuck but goddamn it does do a pretty good job pacing uh only good things is another example it's like the only hopeful uplifting song in the album <laughs> uh good build has more energy to it it's uh it's I, brief i really like the opening guitar riff on that song too like um because there are unique guitar riffs going on even if they're not the you know the star of the show yeah where maybe in other bands that riff would be yeah yeah um only good things also sounds a lot better following we had to disappear because that one is insanely depressing um it's not unlike the rest like you know in terms of it being emotionally moving but god damn it's all pain that song is all pain but also on we had to disappear there's this part where the bass kind of starts doing something different like uh if anyone wants to look it up around the like 130 mark with the keyboard stuff and it's just like again i'm like ah that's it's really fucking cool but overall listening to like the overall song i'm just like eh. i get it i, I did honestly enjoy this a lot more on my first listen and i think it's a context like it kind of depends on the mood it depends what you're expecting uh and yeah because i did i actually did find it to be more samey on my my second listen mm-hmm. than the first one um because it's paced well it's not the the most amazingly paced thing in the world but it is good for what it is uh but i did find the writing to be pretty exceptional and like even even certain things that that i find maybe not so uh, amazing on the surface like ethel mm-hmm. something about 
that fucking song. Maybe it's like the the the, the lyrics where it's like a it's talking about a fucking like you know a baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like ah, oh, it's, it's something. It's just the wording that he uses. It it fucking soul crushing and it works and I love it. Even though I, I probably wouldn't love the song on its own, mm-hmm. but just the way everything came together, it's like God, this is fucking moving. Love this. Yeah, Ethel was a, a miss for me. I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling. I knew it, but. Just the way it all, there's something about those fucking lyrics, man. And I'm not a lyric guy too, mm-hmm. which is saying no, a lot. No, you aren't. The amount of times you've bought up lyrics is shocking, actually. Probably fit them on one hand. Yeah. Yeah. Out of all, almost 200 episodes that we've done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, like, like this is, it feels like a thing that I, I, I felt like I've heard before, but different. I can't, I can't like uh, point out where it's the same because mm-hmm. These songs are deeper. They are more unique. They are better written. They are insanely intelligently placed and arranged layers. Uh, and I, I feel like this one needs more. Like a, this one really needs to be digested more because it's not inaccessible. No, it's not at really all. It's really pleasant. It's really pleasant, but it's also uh, kind of like how you're not too jazz on it. If you hear the vocals, you're like, oh, it's this kind of band. And I feel like it, it can be written off by mm. some people like for, for that reason. Yeah, I can, you know, I think uh, some people have issues with like listening to something and it's not for them and they take it personal or they try to uh, like undermine or th- or throw certain aspects under the bus. But I can, you know, I can just say like these these cats are, are talented. It's just not for me. And uh, I am. I am interested to like really like listen to that first album because I was not because exp- I went in reverse. I listened. Yeah. To, I was like, oh, shit. It's one of the few times in this podcast where I have extra time. So like just for context, let me listen to this. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is night and day. Oh, interesting. I wonder what caused the shift. Well, yeah, I mean. I'm I'm all for bands changing changing it up, doing something different, especially this early on in their their career. This is their second album. I like that. I like the the huge shifts mm-hmm. super early on. Like, why already put yourself in a box? Oh d- yeah, don't let your audience get that comfortable. <laughs> That's the thing. Like like, no one can be disappointed that you don't sound like how you used to if you never sounded like how you used to. Yes, and that is a tall that is a tall order for sure. But. Well, it's a tall order uh, just in terms of like setting a, a name for yourself or mm-hmm. making a brand or whatever bullshit word you want to use. But it's also hard for people who don't have the ability to do that. Like some people just can't make different music than the, the music that they make. Sure. Like I think we, I think a lot of people take for granted huge stylistic shifts. Like even if it sucks mm-hmm. and you don't like it or whatever the fuck, to have the capability to try something that you've never thought of before, that you've never done before with this group of, of band members or whatever the fuck circumstances you're in, to try something completely different means you had the 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 I don't know the sight mm-hmm. to try something different or to like be able to actually pull that out of your ass. Uh, especially people without musical talent complaining about that, you have no idea what you're fucking talking about. Try no. it. Try it. Yeah. Yeah. No show, idea. Show us how it's done. And also, I like how this one's done. This is a fu- so fuck it. Uh, the title track, which um, which I found a little bit tough to pin down on first listen, because like the first half is pretty 
kooky almost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this doesn't feel necessarily, you know, depressing or post-punky. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit post-punky, but as it goes on, you know, it builds and gets emotional just like mostly their songs. But, uh, the shifts that that song does, I found them to be more interesting than all the others. Like at four, four minutes, 15 or so, like it gets super dancey all of a sudden. Yeah. Like super dancey with these devastatingly beautiful piano lines. Like don't often hear those two things going together. I was going to say, uh, the, yeah, the song doesn't work for me, but the last two minutes I can say are, are great. Pretty spectacular last few minutes. Yes. You know, I do like the whole thing. It is the most like, in like epic in nature song. Um, I, the majority of the song doesn't work for me, but goddamn, those last two minutes are, are, it's a ride. There's something about a good buildup where they nail the buildup, even mm-hmm. if you, you don't like how, here's, it's the stupidest, almost bit wrong example to compare it to, but uh, Monstrance Clock by Ghost. <laughs> All right. Where it's like, the song sets it up as like this almost campy, I mean, they're a very campy band, but more campy, campy for Ghost even. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into that that chorus, which would eventually be the giant outro, where it's just the the catchiest thing in the world. It's like, oh, okay, I like where it ends up. I don't necessarily like how it got there, but I like where it ends up. Uh, good buildup can change a whole lot. Absolutely. And that's the last thing. That's the last time I'll mention Ghost. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I no longer like them. <laughs> they will come up again as old corn. They will. Man, I wish I still liked Ghost. It bums. That's one of my biggest musical heartbreaks. I was uh, talking to someone about uh, Mastodon, and they, you know, they were saying they they kind of like fell out of love with the band, and I was like, you know what? Their first four albums are so fucking flawless in my eyes. Quite good that even if they release nothing but stinkers i don't even care because those first four albums are like on a level where a lot of bands can only only dream so many bands have that i guess that's what like you you earned your spot do whatever the hell you want i'll love you forever no matter what my my love for ghosts isn't as strong as it is not for, even close but i'm just <laughs> like they got a few albums i like and you can't take those away from me and i don't i don't care so they have two and a half albums that i like that i like a lot mm-hmm. but man it's just the drop off was like i mean prequel was like oh whoa this is not good holy shit i mean a couple songs are all right like what mm-hmm. the fuck and then the last one i was like this i'm i'm sad i felt like i lost a friend damn Damn, yeah. that hit you. Yeah, that hit you harder than it hit me then. And that's, you know, it's because I uh, was hopeful of where they were going. Okay. I was okay. like, this is a great band. They're, they're pushing it. They're, they're doing more with this, you know, unique kind of poppy metal style that they're doing. And then they just went in a direction. I'm like, oh, fuck. Whereas Death Heaven, sorry, another band <laughs> we reference every episode. <laughs> I'm okay with them putting out Infinite Granite, which I fucking hated because of how how much I love uh, uh, Ordinary Corrupt Human Love and, and Sunbather. And then to tie it back into this, you know, they're doing something different. And they're and they're trying something completely different. 
mm-hmm. by all means do it do the thing i don't care if i don't like it uh it makes you a better artist it makes you more well-rounded at least you, at the very least it greases up those gears so that you can do it better next time and you thought bart simpson at least you tried cake <laughs> 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 Less condescending, I was hoping. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> uh, I do deeply respect those bands, uh, even though I don't like them so much now. Uh, Old Death Heaven, I'll always have a... Again, they're, they're my Mastodon. Mm-hmm. Well, Mastodon is also my Mastodon. Yes. <laughs> but I do I do like Mastodon's later stuff a lot more than um, probably the, a lot of people. Yes. Uh, I, the, the last album they did, I had problems with it, but I still thought it was cool. And the one before that, I liked a lot. Yes, uh, Emperor Sand kind of felt like a, I don't want to say a redemption album, but it was... A bit, after fucking, was it Rally Round Jawthrone was an album yeah, before that? Rally Round Jawthrone. <laughs> Rally Round Jawson again. <laughs> Once more Round the Sun That's, There we go. Uh, yeah, that one was a bit rough, but actually, speaking of Emperor Sand, because uh, we... we we saw them at Amoeba before at the old location and mm-hmm. then you get to buy the CD to get it in essentially. Yeah. Uh, that CD, I still have the case, but the CD itself was stolen out of my car stereo a few years back with my old shitty car. Uh, when someone broke into it, I'm like, Oh man, I lost my stereo and that fucking Mastodon CD. Oh man. Well, at least it's just, did they autograph shit? No, N- no, okay. no, no. At least it wasn't autographed. And yeah. I, pr- I probably, I buy so, well, I used to buy so much Mastodon shit. I probably got a spare leg. Yeah, so probably. <laughs> just me an extra Emperor Sand. Replace, man, that car, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. It was only robbed once. Honestly, yeah. like, and this is how shitty that car was. There was nothing broken. Like they just, it's almost like they just opened the door and it just wasn't they, locked anymore. They probably did. They probably did. Simple. Like nothing, nothing else was missing because I didn't have anything. I was like <laughs> broke. <laughs> like, please don't take my registration. I need the registration. Sure. And insurance. But yeah. God, that does blow though. <laughs> Someone just <laughs> lifts your fucking car stereo in like 2020. No, no, it was, 20, it was like 2017. I forgot. How you ever have like the the face? You take the face plate off. It was one of those stereos. Okay, but I didn't because who's gonna break into this shitty car that has nothing? And yeah, I got my answer. That guy, whoever that guy, that guy was, that guy. Actually, and that same. I was living in this one apartment. Uh, I don't live at anymore. But in that same place. Uh, Cause I had to park on the street and it was a, like a kind of populated area. Fucking man, that place sucked. So I got my, my shit stolen. Like almost like, I think it was like a month within living there. It was, it was immediately robbed. Was this in West LA? West LA. Yeah. Oh, fuck. it wasn't, it wasn't in a bad area. No, I will. I've been there. Yeah. And then later on, uh, my bumper, the front bumper was hanging off. Cause I, I, my mom gave me that car. It was her old car. Mm-hmm. And she fucked up the bumper because she just drove into a pole. <laughs> so, and we didn't get it fixed because we had liability insurance and that's it because yeah. it's an old car and we're broke and whatever. So I never got it fixed. And then I, I go out to my car to go to work one day and the bumper, which was normally just cracked and kind of hanging off, was now just missing. <laughs> it was just gone. <laughs> Someone had just rammed into it and just cleaned out the rest of it. And it was oh. it was officially dead. I was like, okay, well, the bumper is finally fully gone now. Cool. Man. 
yeah, I, I junked that thing for $300 when I got a new car. And I'll tell you, man, it's weird when you realize that your entire life is hanging on $300. Because <laughs> if I lost it's, the car, I lost everything. Yeah, yeah. I had to junk. It's it's the only car I ever felt attached to. I had like a, a 98 Volvo. And... Uh. I love I love that. I remember that car. I love that car so much. I don't know why. I just there's a sturdiness to it. Volvo's dude. Yeah. I I just love that car. I couldn't get it to pass smog and it like broke. That's my, what happened? You just couldn't get this past smog? I got a fix it ticket, and guess what? You gotta fix it or you gotta junk it. Dude, that the smog bullshit is one of the biggest scams. Like if it was actually done with the like the intention of like bettering the environment then fine but it's not mm-hmm. it's just another policy and, and it's a lot of a lot of it's like scammed and a lot of it's like uh smog testers taking advantage of people i got i got burned once by a smog tester mm-hmm. uh and then it was a such a just how you know you get you, the, the worst flimsiest burning of a smog tester that i had was it was the same shitty car <laughs> which for some reason ran like a dream until the very end because <laughs> it was honda dude this so that's that's what hondas do right yeah they may get robbed and smashed into but they will keep driving reliable i took it to the place and the dude was like uh i can't find the fucking manufacturer number code thing on your cat uh i was like what the fuck are you talking about i was like i just got it fixed like it's there did you check mm-hmm. he's like it's not there I, I don't, i'm sorry i have to fail he's like what the fuck so I, he fails me and i'm like that doesn't make any sense so i called my mechanic my mechanic was furious he's like uh give me his number so he's like calling saying like what the fuck are you talking about like yeah. it's there you're just saying words yeah like how about you use a mirror if you can't find it it's fucking there and it, then he, sure enough he checked it again with the mirror he's like oh there it is like fuck. go fuck yourself dude man they will burn you for anything Damn, probably should stop talking about cars, but <laughs> why, why not? <laughs> well, how is this not relevant to Gigi's recovery <laughs> by the murder capital? <laughs> you know, you're having car problems and you're a young ban from Europe. Uh, Mike will will love you. and uh, I'll give you a ride. He'll give you a ride. He'll go pick up uh, what country new road i'm black so, country new road yeah yeah uh they have 20 members in their band i don't know if i can yeah, hit yeah. them all and the murder capital and uh yeah i this loosely tight i was just like yeah mike's on a little bit of a, a trend with with these uh these Europe, european bands yeah these young sexy european bands hey man throw in black midi along with them hell yeah there's like a hundred people in that band too I don't know where they find these fucking people. I can't even find a guitarist. <laughs> Jesus it, Christ. I haven't it, looked to be fair, but still. Yeah, it is like nice feeling like there's something like something in the water. Something something's happening. Yeah, it makes it seem like, oh, yeah, the it almost because having lived in L.A. my whole life, there's really uh, you get the one version of finding members in a city that's this big, that's this populated, that has uh like this many people trying to do mm-hmm. something in entertainment. Whereas if you go to somewhere small, you, you end up like finding people that are more passionate, that are more grateful mm. to be a part of a thing because there's nothing else. So that maybe like in a way I, I kind of 
grass is greener uh, in a a grass is greener kind of way. I think like they're probably, they care more. They're more dedicated. They're more reliable. Mm. They're more open. Like, whereas in LA, you get a lot of flakes, a lot of flakes. You get a lot of people just wanting a certain thing. You get a lot of drug addicts. You get a lot of fucking party people. You get a lot of bullshit and just nothing ever pans out. Yeah. I mean, it, it broke me to the, well, whatever it's it's complicated but one factor was like yeah doing these auditions and meeting these like unbearable personalities or like yeah the la personality type is is real everything felt not everything but most things felt like i was auditioning for like a blockbuster movie and i'm like i'm not fucking trying to do that like yeah I wouldn't be I wouldn't be so put off by like the high standard kind of thing if it weren't for the LA personality type. Mm-hmm. And that I know some people like that. I still I don't like talk to them a lot, but I still like friendly with them. And it's it's rough, man. Like <laughs> it's like it's the antithesis of my being. Like, yeah, I was born here, but when you're born here, it's very different than someone who comes here. It's a mm-hmm. it's, it's like the whole really, really glorifying the the partying stuff the going out to events Mm -hmm. or or like talking to your followers as though you're some kind of influence like Mm. there's a lot of uh this oh i I work with this this i work with so and so he was so great he was so great like shut up i don't care who are you talking what are you talking about how does that impact right now a lot of it's like trying to make everybody happy because you want to work with them again. So much of that is like, it just, I mean, they call it phony for a reason. It's just, mm-hmm. it's nauseating. And it's a lot of it comes with the, uh, relax man mentality. A lot mm. of it's the, uh, what's the big deal kind of mentality. Whereas I'm more of the, like, just get your shit together and fucking do it. Like what the fuck? The fuck? Shut up. What? 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 Yeah. Shut up. Or like, can we have fun? Does anyone want to have fun? Play, no okay or the my favorite we're now we're just complaining about our fucking like uh, living in la the the purposefully uh saying the the contrarian stance because you're in a group of people and you want to stand out mm. uh one and i'm not going to say who it is because the we've talked about this person in the past and bleep their name because they are semi-famous and we don't want to <laughs> whatever <laughs> I was around this guy, this fucking guy. <laughs> and he went on a whole thing about like fuck people who say LA sucks, you know? And it's like then he went on this whole thing about how LA is actually super great and authentic and real. I was like, dude, you're not in the what are you talking about? What? It's so funny cuz I'll go on record. I love LA. But I'm going to say, for whatever reasons he said, totally wrong and different for why I love L.A. You can love L.A. as your home, but that's not what he was doing. Uh, it was it was like for the reasons that we don't like L.A. I'm that's sure, actually why it's good. I'm sure it was the phony, the phony stuff. Yeah. Nice guy. But <laughs> fucking, you know, I love L.A. We love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> Fucking short people. God. 
Great song, great message. <laughs> <laughs> so GD's recovery by the murder capital. Alex not too big on it, but it's just a circumstance of not being too big on this type of post-punk. I think it's fantastic. Uh, wonderfully written, uh, well-paced, and emotional as fuck. It's actually pretty gorgeous. Not for me, but notice how I didn't really say anything bad about it. because If it's well done, it's well done. Gotta Even give it up. Got to give it up. So check it out. If you're into that, I mean, post, if you're, if you're big into post-punk, I mean, full on Gang of Four, Ecstasy, uh, Joy Division, fucking, I don't know, The Sound, Killing Joke. Uh, just looking for some, some new upcoming band to take advantage of. <laughs> is, I think it's, I think it's <laughs> worth it. I think it's worth it. So give it a listen. Hell yes. You can find a link to, to the full album in the description. But thank you so much for listening and watching and hanging out. If you want to hang out with us further, go ahead and subscribe and like the video and talk some shit in the comments. If you both like us or don't like us, it doesn't matter. It's going in the comments. That's there for you to do that. You can follow me on all social media at Pandermonkey. You can follow Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex. Don't forget our history guy, Tom Osmond at Tom Osmond Sounds and all social media as well as TomOsmondSounds.com, where he has all his music stuff, including his new album, Industrial State of Mind, and his substack, TomOsmond.substack.com, for all his writing on music. Cool stuff there. You can and, find links to all that in the description. And then I'm also going to plug the, the Sonic Cloth podcast one more time. Hell uh, yeah. Well, I'll do it three times, but uh, uh, hopefully the episode's out. I joined the Sonic Cloth and we talked about underground hip hop label Anticon, uh, something I was very passionate about and uh, revisited. And if that's your thing or you're looking for like weirdo hip hop, please, please listen to that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Don't forget our Patreon. Please don't forget our Patreon. Patreon.com slash every album ever where we got bonus episodes you get to see our schedule in advance you get to vote on polls to decide who we cover next you of course can join our discord uh where you can suggest these episodes these eae singles episodes anything that came out this year throw it on there and we'll try to squeeze it in whenever we can or if, we, if it piques our interest in any way and if you're tier two then you can suggest a full ass discography for our numbered bigger main episodes uh, tier two only, but it's worth it and it's cool. So go there and do that, please and thank you. I feel like we've built up uh, almost almost hitting halfway into the year. We've built up a nice little little collection of these single album. Oh yeah, reviews. Pretty much. I mean, I I I wasn't expecting so many of these to be like, oh man, this is probably going on my list on the year, the year end list. Like these are, these are fucking good albums, man. Not, not a bad start for the year. Not bad at all. I mean, and especially because I've been unfamiliar with a lot of them. So I think it's a, it's very op, uh, hopeful. We started the podcast with one intention, but I like, I like what we're doing here. We, I was, yeah, I wasn't expecting to be this current. To be fair, we did 150 discographies in a row. <laughs> <laughs> we needed a bit of a break. Let's hear something else that came out this year. Oh, man. Uh, but that's about, that about is it. I think that's about it. So it might as well. And you got last song on this one. Oh, I guess I got to pull up. I'd, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to pull oh, up. That's buried under that speaker. <laughs> yeah. And this is truly one of the worst apps. <laughs> I think it's the worst app on my computer by far. Uh, I think... I think I'm going to go The Lie Becomes a Self. There we go. Hell yeah. That's so a good one. Thanks so much for listening and watching. See ya.
saw you watching all the things you're not supposed to. I heard you're selling thoughts in which you don't Don't get it twisted, the lie becomes the self. Don't get it twisted, don't get it twisted, the lie becomes the self, outruns the self. Starlight, we find ourselves complete. That's why I can't resist it. You can't resist it, those bloody stains between the teeth. Fuck standing at the foot of your mirror, a clown's reflection. And I am revealed. Don't get it twisted. It's no existence. The lie becomes the self out. 